episode 111, Building Capacity Through Relationships. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, lead educators, this is Gretchen from Always a Lesson. I'm an educator who realized that lessons are all around us if we just take the time to notice. And then when we do, we can perfect our craft. Well, this podcast is for the elite, the ones who take the time to invest in themselves, like listening to a podcast like this one, so that they can then be their best for those that they serve. I share the lessons I learned, am learning, and will learn so that you can apply the nuggets of knowledge without the baggage that comes with learning the lesson yourself. My aim is to empower you every episode, so tune in for what's in store for you today. This podcast episode is especially for teacher leaders as we talk about building capacity through relationships. So let's reignite your passion and potential. Are you ready? Here we go. I hope y'all have had a great summer. Some of you are already heading back to school. I can't believe it. Here in North Carolina, we don't go back for a few more weeks. But in thinking about this upcoming school year, there's a few things I always want to share with teachers, specifically those in leadership roles. Whether you have a student teacher, mentees, or staff to lead in professional development, your leadership is a key factor in the success of instruction. So as you make your plans for what you want to accomplish this year, think about the fact that teachers focus on kids and leaders focus on teachers who focus on kids. And as a teacher leader, you have a lot of extra on your plate, some of which you are compensated for, but much that you are not. And either way, put your to-do list aside, especially as you're running around at the beginning of the year like a chicken with your head cut off, and focus on the people in front of you. The most important thing we can do in a school building is help children learn And teachers are in the forefront of that mission, so we must back them up. And if we are busy counting textbooks or organizing a supply closet or balancing budgets or making phone calls, you know, all the other numerous miscellaneous tasks that kind of get put on our plates in the back-to-school year mayhem, be true to what your role entails, and that is leadership of teachers. They are also running around like chickens with their heads cut off, making sure that they have enough desks for students showing up at their door, writing utensils for students who come without supplies, working technology for the first lesson of the day, and so on and so forth. So be there for them, even if it's just a smile or a, how can I help? If it means you have to stay late to do other stuff, well, then so be it, because this is temporary. But when kids and teachers are in the building, you are out and about, you're present, you're interacting. You're being ready to change the lives of children and adults forever. So don't miss those opportunities because an email comes through or you have a never-ending pile of tasks to complete. I've talked about him before, but my father-in-law is a retired high school principal, and he worked ridiculous hours by choice. He believed that when kids were in the building, he was out in the hallways. And, you know, they couldn't respect a man they didn't know, and they didn't know a man who sat behind a desk. So he had to be high-fiving and handshaking and joking with the students. He also had to be checking on his teachers, making sure they had what they needed for the day. And all day long, that man was in and out of classrooms, even if it was just a minute 
minute here or there before, you know, he was tagged to go do something else. But he prioritized people. And those relationships really propelled his school to be one of the top performing high schools in the state with these ridiculously amazing test scores. And that might not sound fascinating to you, but he turned that school around from one that could potentially close to one that's leading the pack just because of his presence and his perspective and his purpose. Well, that same method goes true for you teacher leaders. You may not be in an administrative role, but that doesn't mean your influence has a ceiling. You propel change and you build momentum from within instead of on top. And most times that's more effective and better received and longer lasting anyway. So as you get out face-to-face with teachers, find out what their own goals are. Some might want to get better with small groups or others might need help with particular students of differing ability levels. But whatever those personal goals are for those teachers, make a mental note. In fact, you might even want to write it down because your job is to help them achieve their goal. And yes, there's school goals and there are your own goals, but these teachers will work hard and long when they feel supported. And the way you support them is to make their mission part of your mission. You're on the same team. They'll they'll be great for kids if you are behind them, helping them be the teacher they want to be, in addition to being the teacher that their contract requires them to be. In fact, most teachers who from the outside seem to, you know, close their door to visitors or are stuck in their ways aren't lost or ineffective at all. They have their own dreams that just seem to be drowning and all they want to do is teach and try new things but they don't see the connection and how to make their personal goals a reality with all that's required of them on the job and that's where you come in you help bridge the gap you build those relationships you know those personal goals so help be part of the solution my former literacy facilitator would come model lessons for teachers and she was a teacher in the school before stepping up into a leadership role so she knew all the kids and I learned so much about teaching from just her quick five to ten minute modeling and I'm not just talking about her content delivery I really learned that relationships go a long way and they motivate students to perform so the more you know someone the more they're willing to open up and take risks and try whether it's a third grader or a third year teacher So the second thing I want you to do after you start building those relationships is build your list. And in business, your success depends on your list, and that's just the contact details of a potential customer. But in education, your list dictates your behavior. So as you sit down to make your goal list or your to-do list or your year-long dream list, whatever you want to call it, make relationships part of every item on the list. Well, today's episode is entitled Building Capacity Through Relationships. So as you figure out what your teachers want to accomplish this year, make a note of their strengths, not just what they want to get better at. And there are going to be opportunities that come across your list. This is where you can tap into the teaching talent of the staff and empower them with leadership. You're using your time wisely because you're delegating tasks, but you're also building capacity, which is then building relationships. One of my former principals would call me into her office and say, you know, I have an idea for you. I know you love XYZ. I'd like you to lead this one. 
Well, and I can't tell you how many times I lit up like a Christmas tree at the opportunity to do something I loved for my school. And sure, she could have done it, and sure, she could have asked someone on the leadership staff to do it, but she chose me because she knew my interest was there. She knew I loved leading others. She knew I needed to grow in that interest area so that would become talent, and I needed that practice. So she was offering this to me, even though it probably made more work for her, and I absolutely loved it, and then worked harder at my job because I felt valued, appreciated, and someone was really helping me develop my skill set. Well, teacher leaders, just like that principle, know their teachers on the deepest of levels because you are ears to the street. You work with these folks daily. You know their interests, their goals, their loves, their hates. So make that list, and anytime you have a task that aligns with a person's skill set or interest, put their name next to that task on your list. And as that opportunity grows and builds into reality, pass it on to them. And you'll be there to help ensure all goes well, and you'll be a sounding board, but you're investing in your school by investing in your people. And I guarantee if you empower others because you believe they're capable, they're not only going to stay at your school for years to come, but they're going to work their hearts out for kids. It's a win-win for all. But none of that can happen if you don't make yourself available to get to know your teachers and prepare in advance opportunities that could build that teacher capacity. So this list needs to be ever-growing and ever-changing, but take time now to write down all the things you know you have to do and plan to do and then start putting down those teacher names. And these tasks are going to take longer to prepare because you have to then teach them you know, the ropes and most likely it's going to take up more of your time to accomplish because you're going to help them do it for their first time. But experts all started out somewhere and you should be proud to be part of that cultivation process. Make people your number one goal. When teachers are in the building working, get out and about. Be a helping hand or a listening ear. No one cares about the diplomas hanging in your office or the stress that you have because of all these unending tasks on your list. They care that you know them. They care that you admire and respect them. They care that you want to work with them. They care that you put them first. They care that you prioritize making them the best they can be for kids. So start building teacher capacity this summer by preparing for a successful school year of growth moments that will change lives and as a result change your school environment. So this list should stay in your pocket throughout the year as you add to it and check off items and when it's close to your heart you'll take care of it and in doing so you'll actually follow through. So remember education is the people business so go get busy empowering people. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on building capacity through relationships. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.